It's All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence, concluding our latest episode of Off the Road, which you can find at hawaiipublicradio.org slash off the road, along with links to subscribe to it as a podcast. That includes part one from yesterday with Judy Collins, who will hear it set to return to the Blue Note Hawaii in early 2022 as we continue our conversation. On the note of relationships, I was uh, taking a look at some of the other, because you've been so busy doing things during uh, this time, during the pandemic. You paid tribute to the 50th anniversary of Joni Mitchell's Blue. And uh, when you think of Joni, share some stories or memories that make you laugh, that are fun to recall, or that you think are important for folks to hear. We met because I was sound asleep in 1967. I got a phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning from Al Cooper. Al and I were very good friends. And so he knew my phone number and three in the morning he woke me up. (laughs) And I was kind of shocked, but you know, I picked up the phone and I said, hi, who is this? And he said, it's Al, it's Al Cooper. I said, where are you? Where are you calling me from? (laughs) He said, I'm calling you from this apartment because I was at a show tonight with the band and this girl came up to me and told me her name. And then I said, well, what do you do? And she said, well, I'm a songwriter. So she said, they're good songs. And I said, well, can I hear them? And so I followed her home, he said, because she was good looking. And I figured I couldn't lose, you know. I mean, if she wasn't a good songwriter, something else might come of this. (laughs) And so he he said, I'm sitting here at her apartment, and she just sang me a song that I know you're going to love. And then he put her on the phone, and she sang me both sides now. Whoa. Anyway, of course, I got to know her. I recorded the song. I would go hang out with her, and she'd sing me all these songs, and I would weep because they were so beautiful. And over the years, we got to know each other, and thank God she's getting well. I think she's getting better from her aneurysm. And a lot of people are taking an interest. I think Brandy Carlisle has started a little singing fest at Joni's house a couple times a week, so it's getting her into a social routine and singing and playing the guitar and therapy and getting things back yeah and therapy yeah. wow and when was the last time uh, on that note that you'd seen her uh clive davis arranged for us to be together at a grammy party two years ago oh. and you know he has this quite famous pre-grammy party it's a big deal a lot of a lot of a lot a lot of people you know clive knows everybody <laughs> i'll tell you a funny story about clive in a minute So he arranged for Joni to come, and she was still very, very limited. She was in a wheelchair, and she was not speaking or anything at that point. But he got her to the the Hilton in Los Angeles, and he got me there, of course, with the band and so on. And I, I was able to sing both sides now to her. Wow. And so I'll tell you, when we did a podcast with Clive, I've known Clive also for almost 60 years, And my lawyer, David Braun, introduced me to Clive early on in New York. I I moved here in in 63, and right away I was going to parties where Clive was throwing them or other people were throwing them in the business. So I've known him forever. And I'm not a client, which means that I have a different relationship to him. Once in a while we go to his parties, but I don't have to answer to him nor he to me. But that gives me a very nice perspective. And so I said to him, I know probably you, you've been asked this question. And I said, uh, who, who got away? 
who was the one who got away? And he said, you know, that's interesting. Nobody's ever asked me that. They always say, who did you fire? Who did you drop from your label? <laughs> who did you give a hard time to? Who do you fight with that was ever, you know, that you ever paid money to? <laughs> so he said, it's an interesting question. And the answer is, you'll be surprised. It was Harry Chapin. Wow. He said, your guy, president of my label, Jack Holzman, your guy outbid me. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and that's his big loss of... Uh, that's, not... That was the one that got away. Wow, though. That's a great... Uh, and Clive, what a heavy-hitting cat. And so many artists, uh, you know... Oh, he, my. What are the, one of the biggest... Uh, that's a great one for the podcast, too, because that that's for... Especially for industry folks, I guess, people who have... Oh, yes. You've just heard his name oh, yes. so much. He's been so important to so many people. We just yeah. had Carlos Santana on not that long oh, ago. Oh, Carlos Santana. And that story, of course, <laughs> I said to Clive, I said, that just gets me every time. It just brings tears to my eyes because there was the comeback. Right. I said, that's a miracle that you did that for an artist who had put in so much time and so much work and so much gravitas and history and great music. And then there comes the the relive, the rebound, the resurface. It was wonderful. And even bigger, though. I mean, taking and even bigger new yeah. genres, pop hits, rock, yeah. pop, every format at once. I mean, I yeah. still remember when that thing... Yeah started revving up. Yes, it was. Anyway, before we let you go, some old Hawaii memories. Steve, the mystery emailer, and one of them involves a name you've brought up. I've been trying to count how many times his name has come up during this thing, but it's at least two or three. So these are some memories from Steve, the mystery emailer. Maybe you've got a story or two to add on some. I I know one or two, you definitely will. This could be your first time you played here. According to Steve, July 14th and 15th, 1964, Judy Collins performs at an event called the Pacific Folk Festival. It's at the Waikiki Shell. Tickets were between two and four bucks. Was that the first time? Do you have any remember? Oh, yeah. And uh, I think Bill Lee was still playing with me, Uh, Spike Lee's Lee's (laughs) father. Um, Now, I wonder if your mystery caller knows what the next time was. I wasn't performing, but I came to Hawaii with Arlo Guthrie and Mimi Farina. That's not on here. It was a secret visit. And God, I've been there so many times now. And I've got a date in the club that I was at when I was there in in February last year. Yeah, the Blue Note. I'll be coming back to the Blue Note again for two nights. Is that early 2022? Yeah. That's when that'll be. And when was the uh, thing with Arlo and why? Why was it a secret? 66. We were coming back from Japan and Mimi, Dick Farina had been killed the previous year. Mimi and I were very close. I was at the funeral and I said to her a few weeks afterwards, I said, will you come to Japan with me? And she said, only if you'll let us stop at Hawaii coming back from Japan. I said, of course. So we went to Japan with Arlo and with Bruce Langhorn. On the way back, we stopped in Hawaii. We stayed with friends of, I think, friends of Arlo's. On this island? On in Hono? Yeah. On Oahu. Um, another memory connected to the Waikiki Shell. So this would be about nine years after the memory that you're talking about, that visit that you guys made in 66. In August of 75, Steve, the mystery emailer, writes that Judy Collins performed at the Waikiki Shell, latest single at that time, Send in the Clowns. 
six-man oh. backup band, uh, Don Brooks, Bill Keith. You remember these? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> what a band. Donnie Brooks. Oh, my God. And the guitar, Harmonica player. Guitar player. Can you pronounce his last name? John Platania? John Platania. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and Bill Keith. God, was he wonderful. <laughs> so this is bringing back memories, I can tell. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That you hadn't thought of in a, in a while. And, that's, and you remember the band, and that's cool. And I can tell you're remembering oh, yes. it. I love it when oh, these yes. memories do something. Steve will be oh, impressed. God. Manager was Charles Rothschild. Oh, Charlie <laughs> Rothschild. Oh, God. Tickets had gone up a little, man. It was six fifty for the top ticket yeah, at that. Yeah, I was working my way. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it, connecting to the our conversation and a name you've brought up so many different different times. After the show, Jack Holzman, founder and former president of Electra, came backstage to pick Judy up and fly her off to Maui in his private plane for a vacation on his ranch. Yes, Ananda <laughs> Air. You know, he bought an airline. When I first met Jack in New York in 1961, one of the first things he did was to fly me around New York City in his plane. And he went out to Hawaii bought, or formed an airline. I'm not sure if he bought an existing one. It was called Ananda Air. And yeah, we had a very nice time on <laughs> where did he, Maui, yeah. I think. What a great memory. Well, well, there you go. So those are some memories. And obviously, you've been here many times uh, since, but those are just some early ones. And, and great that we could throw something uh, that made you smile and laugh. And you said you've got plans. You'll be back in town early next year at the Blue Note. We'll, we'll hopefully get to talk to you at that time. And uh, and maybe by then it'll be safe enough. Maybe maybe you'll grace us with a, a, a quick uh, after-show visit or something to say of hi course, to you. Of course. I'd love that. I'd love that. I hope that you had fun today. I had a great time. Dave. Wonderful. Thank you for doing this. You're welcome. High fives. Yeah, high fives. Take care of yourself, Dave, and I'll see you in January. Be safe, Judy. Thank you. Okay, honey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bows and flows of angel hair and ice cream Dizzy dance